Field. Um, my name is Kane Wallstrom, founder of Money Empire, here with uh, Issa Nasiwa, uh, in-house uh, resident advisor. Issa, welcome back. It's great to be back. It's great to uh, be in 2020 and the new year um, and really keen to get the ball rolling. This episode, um, we're going to touch on an overview uh, and key aspects of um, buying the first time. So uh, first of all, Issa, what are some of the things or people that you need to talk to um, when purchasing a home? I think first and foremost, um, having a really good solicitor or lawyer to do all the conveyancing um, on your behalf and look after all the legal obligations um, around purchasing a property, purchasing your first home um, is key. So having a really good solicitor that someone you trust um, is pretty important. So just for someone that's really raw out there, that solicitor acts on your behalf when purchasing a home that you like? Yes, they'll act on your behalf and have your best interests at heart. Um, and they look after, as I said, all the legal obligations such as title transfer, um, settlement, um, and any conveyancing that needs to be done um, for the property purchase. So pretty much they'll tell you if the home's no good to stay away? They'll tell you if you're going to buy a lemon. And uh, you know, having a really good solicitor, someone that's approachable and someone that you trust, um, gives you peace of mind um, in the whole process of purchasing a house, which can be a scary thing for a lot of young people out there, um, especially first-time buyers. Tell me, I always hear, uh, do, do people need to engage with an accountant around a, a property purchase? Yeah, depending on your situation. Um, once again, having an accountant, if need be, for someone and someone that you trust also and that speaks to you as a person rather than just a statistic or a number is key, um, and that's especially around the tax purposes of owning such as an investment property and uh, reaping the rewards if there are any and um, discussing the loopholes and tax purposes of owning investment property. So having a good accountant, um, again, someone that's approachable and will talk to you as a person um, helps in the process. Fantastic. So we've got two um, professional services ticked off. What's some of the other things that you want to do when you're buying your first time? What do you need to get in order? I think first and foremost is having a deposit for the purchase of your property and understanding what your deposit looks like, um, which we'll dive into um, the makeup of what a deposit looks like in other discussions, but really understanding that, um, doing the hard work to save um, and having a deposit to buy a first home is key and for usually the first thing we'll look at. So without going into too much detail for the listeners, um, Deposits uh, dictate loan-to-value ratios? Yes, it does. Um, what um, standard uh, loan-to-value ratios if you're buying a home to live in? Standard, what you hear in the media every day is you need a 20% deposit um, if you were going to live in the home. So a standard LVR of 80%. Uh, once again, we'll go into more detail. Um, if you're buying an investment property or a rental property, as a lot of people like to call it, um, you need a 30% deposit down for the bank, and that's how... Uh, bank look at it. So what you're saying on round figures, if you're buying a million dollar home, you need 200k uh, of savings to go towards uh, that property purchase. Yep, and being based in Auckland with a lot of homes, first homes based around the million dollar mark, the reality is uh, you need a $200,000 deposit of often hard-earned savings um, to purchase a first home. Can you go or have a lower deposit than that? Is there ways where banks or lending institutions allow that? Yes, there is. There's always a percentage of their book and the bank size that they will allow for 10% deposit, 5% deposit. Um, 
when you're working with a good broker and someone that understands the market um, and done in the right way, um, it can definitely be appealing to people that don't have $200,000 as a deposit on a million dollar home. Yeah, it's a big figure. Um, what are some of the other things? Um, I think um, borrowing capacity or serviceability from the bank size is key. Um, and that starts with how much you can borrow to purchase your home, how you are going to service the mortgage and how you're going to pay that mortgage back. Um, the banks look at things from a very different um, point of view, which we'll go into more detail, but we often hear people say, um, oh, I've done all the numbers, I've crunched all the numbers, I can afford a mortgage. Reality is banks look at things very differently um, and you need to understand that. So serviceability and borrowing capacity are another big factor. So what you're saying in that is that uh, there's two types of servicing. There's real, real life and then from a credit provider or a banking institution serviceability, which I'm guessing they inflate a lot of costs. Yeah, they inflate a lot of costs and have a higher servicing rate, um, which we can dive into. Um, but often, you know, what looks good in real life has to be a lot more conservative in the bank size to um, make them, the lenders feel comfortable about lending this money to you. Okay, so we've got the professional services ticked off, being a Warren accountant. You've uh, touched on deposits and serviceability. Is there anything else that um, someone needs to, to be aware of or to do? I think one of the other key aspects is really understanding the purchase process of buying your first home. And this So can... let me jump in here. If I find a home uh, that I like, I've gone to on the weekend, what's the first thing I need to do? The first thing you need to do is understand what type of purchase it is. Is it a purchase by auction? Um, are you going to purchase through price by negotiation? Um, or is this a tender? Understanding everything about the purchase in particular um, is key because there's a lot of different ways to purchase a house and understanding which way the house is being sold is a good start. So I should be finding out before I even look at homes what I can borrow so I know what my purchase price is, is that correct? Yeah, it is. You want to get um, involved with a broker that understands to get max pre-approval, um, which means this is the amount of money that you can service and that the banks will allow to lend to you based on your deposit, and that gives you a max purchase price. So if at least you know, look, I've got $800,000 to purchase. Why look for a $1.2 million home when you can't? Yes, and I know you find that a lot with a lot of people where they do it the wrong way around. They go to market first without having any pre-approvals, understanding deposit anything, uh, and then uh, fall short and uh, get um, uh, get left a bit uh, disappointed or a bit disappointed by it all. Yeah, it's a, it's about having a clear plan of attack from day one, um, understanding what your max purchase price is, and working backwards from there. If you purchase something for less than that, at least you know from the bank size you're going to be able to service it. You're going to have the deposit to purchase that house. There's nothing worse than having all these amazing dreams and none of them coming to fruition. You want it to be nice and clear from day one. So what you're saying, overall, uh, source of pre-approval um, through an advisor or, or a bank or a lending institution, once you know what your max purchase price is, get out to market, have a look, understand what's out there. Once you start to look into the market, get a feel of it, find a property you may like, engage with uh, professionals, being an accountant or a lawyer especially, uh, get the title limit and the properties checked over, um, and then you know you're ready to go if you want to start making offers, if it's negotiation or an auction or whatever it may be. Pretty much, that's um, that's it in a nutshell. And you've got to remember that a lot of it can be quite daunting around purchasing your first house, but it should also be fun and should also enjoy the moment. Um, it's a great time in your life to purchase your first property. 
um, and having the right people around you and having a nice clear plan from day one um, is absolute key is enjoying the process. Fantastic. Well, that's just a uh, an overview um, of uh, the key aspects um, when purchasing your first home to give you a little bit of an idea. We've dabbled or touched on those um, briefly. Um, in the next podcast, we'll be going into more detail on deposits and how that's made up and what they may look like for the individual or, or, or couples. Um, my name's Kay Malstrom. It's in Eastern Seawood. Thank you again. I look forward to the next podcast. Any questions any listeners may have, please get in contact um, for any social media platforms. Uh, we're on website, email, or, or phone. Um, look us up on www.myempire.co.nz. And thank you.